Hi, I'm Carla and this is Flow for Me, a podcast that is a platform to all wonderful people and projects and organizations that contribute in whatever way to a better world. In Flow for Me, we talk about how easy it is to contribute to a change, but we don't sugarcoat the challenges you have to face. In Flow for Me, people share how to learn from mistakes and how they keep motivated. Hello, early morning sunshine Shining in through the shutters of my window Well, I'm glad I can see you again It's been a long time, my very old friend We'll sit and talk for a while Today, Flow for me, well, Flow for Today we are talking to ourselves, as this is the 12th episode of Flowful Meets. Yay! <laughs> so we started with Flowful one and a half years ago. Flowful is not only me, that's why I'm saying we, because um, even though you just hear my voice in this podcast, it is actually Lars and me. It's me, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> our journey together actually started in Hanover, which is our hometown, um, We left Germany around five years ago and been living the van life in Australia, did some roofing in New Zealand uh, before we moved to Vietnam for work. And right now we live in Gaia Ashram, which is um, a community-based education center in the northeast of Thailand, just so you have an idea about our background. On Flowful, we share our journey and our experiences and thoughts in a blog But we also portray change makers from around the world in our podcast, which you are actually listening to. Uh, furthermore, we started to share our experiences also in courses, talks, and workshops whenever we can. Our first thought of Flowful actually came after we did our permaculture design course in Chiang Mai, which was in January 2017. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pretty much two years ago. And I still remember by the time that our time in Vietnam came to an end and we didn't really know what to do, especially me, as I didn't have a proper job or whatever you call a proper job, but I did some freelance stuff. Anyway, I wasn't really fulfilled by that, so I was looking for something. When we came to the Panya project, the place where we did our PDC, I immediately felt like, wow, this is how I want to live. It's a place which... Um, grows food and has natural buildings and it's just like super pretty and it felt super good. <laughs> it felt right to be on that place. And Lars actually had also a good feeling and after our time there we were thinking like how can we do the transformation from a corporate city life to a life and that we can live sustainably from a land and be connected to nature but also to other people we acknowledged actually that we are already on our journey as we already started to live more sustainably like think about our consumer choices our food choices and whatnot yeah and for us we thought well it was hard to start but once you're in that flow it's quite easy or it's easier to go ahead so yeah, I guess this was the first time that we like had the idea that we could do something like Flowful, even though we didn't have a proper picture of what Flowful is. But we had an idea that there should be something. 
Yeah, that's right. And for me, actually, our first steps on 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 the journey beyond sustainability started already when we gave away all our things, when we um, started to, to get rid of our two flats and had to minimize um, our things. So this was, for me, the first start, even though we didn't know where it will end. For me, this one was the first lesson on coming more more mindful and more sustainable. So yeah, it started and putting a lot of effort and, 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 and time into giving our things or giving things that we were um, hoarding in our flats another purpose for other people. So we basically um, did a first step in a circular economy where we tried to believe or we started to believe that this good has still a value, not for us, but for somebody else. Yeah, but it's it's also something what, what we learned then during our when life that it needed constant reminding because once you have space again and even you don't buy it you start accumulating stuff because you just feel well we can use it so why not keep it what what we learned throughout all these time link it back to the values and give yourself some time to actually inhabit this new way of looking at things and let it become a habit over time and this is actually where where we also like based flowful on we were looking what are our values? We are always looking for the positive in a story. We believe that motivating people is something that enables change and that change or a transformative process or a transition it should be joyful, it should be fun and easy. And that's what what we, we put all these, we put into Flowful saying, we want to motivate people to look where they can change in a joyful and easy way and if we are able to enable more people to do so to just take it easy but still focusing on the bigger change and the big picture together we can achieve a lot and that's quite the contrary to the current situation that we are living in that when you have a look at the newspapers or any media you know they are writing these apocalypse scenarios that the world is going down the world is gonna die it's about extinction and like deforestation it's about war and people suffering it's really dark pictures that you see on the media which is kind of well it's the truth up to a certain point but actually what that does with people is that instead of they feel hope and motivation to be part of a change or to be the change they to get anxieties depression so what we actually want to do or what we also believe in is that every choice matters and every voice can make a change so yeah that's why we started Flowful to be the counterpart to all this dark news Flowful is more than just us and our journey. It is seeing solutions, finding, exploring alternative way of living from different perspectives. Carla and me, we, we are just one random couple. One random couple um <laughs> trying to find our way. We feel like it's important to look and talk to change makers around the world. And it's also important to acknowledge that there's 
a lot of things going on already in terms of policy corporations changing to a better it might be not fast enough or it might be sometimes depressing to see how slow things are moving but we are moving and that's good what we believe is it definitely needs two parts. It needs the policy level where, where changes um, in the law can be made. But it definitely needs the voice of the grassroots movements. It needs the people that come together and ask for change and practice and live this change. Because this will accelerate the need and the movement and it will ensure that the voices are heard on the policy level. That's the reason why at flow for meets we are looking for young pioneer projects. We are looking for change makers and we are looking for projects around the world that can be copied or can be partly copied into every reality. It always starts with one. And if there's one person that wants to change something, there is a way of changing. We are we are talking a lot as mankind about sustainability. We are reading about sustainable movements. We are reading about sustainable agriculture and businesses in the newspapers. But actually, I feel like it's not enough. We need to move beyond sustainability. We already have taken so much out of the earth that it is important now to, to give back rather than just take out sustainable. Yeah, actually, I still remember our first interview we did. We did it with um, Cashew Bird a vegan cheesemaker from Berlin with Anderson. He's a super lovely guy and we uh, attended his workshop on vegan cheesemaking, which was super nice, super yummy also. <laughs> but we were so, so nervous. We are both not journalists at all. We both tend to just be in the background and observe first, but we are both not like really people who directly approach someone and, and ask questions. So we had to force ourselves to really do this, which we did. This was the first time and I thought, like, oh shit, I think this whole flowful thing doesn't make sense <laughs> because it's just horrible. Anyway, we uh, decided to go through that and we started the website and it was super interesting um, process to start the website actually because when you do a website you kind of visualize yeah the mind map like all your thoughts that you did before like what me and Lars was talk were talking about you kind of visualize it and bring it to a form like you can click a button or whatever and this was so helpful to really come up with a structure Because in the beginning we didn't really know we had like we had these three topics we know that we wanted to talk about food and about lifestyle choices but also about something more um, universal like being well-being spirituality stuff something like this but we didn't know how to really find that structure so making a website was definitely helpful to bring it into an order. Well, I guess we're both into food, that's for sure. But yeah, I'm definitely the yoga person. Well, we both are into gardening, but actually I'm more into natural building or natural products. Like how can you avoid to buy a shampoo? What can you use instead or not use at all? But anyway, so um, yeah, I guess that would be more my topics. Yeah, it's definitely true that um, you have the motivation to put all these efforts into research to figuring out how we can substitute these products with a different one because we don't want to buy it anymore or we feel like it comes always with plastic. But I, I would just not have the um, 
motivation motivation to 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 research it that's really great um that that flow for is more or less the perfect combination of of, of your interests and strengths and, and and my interests my topics that i'm really into is firstly coming from a professional background uh with with renewable energies and appropriate technologies but mainly i feel it's more the social the environmental and the animal justice um, component so it goes with organic food for all giving people the possibility to be part of a change because only together we actually can achieve um, a big change that's also the reason why why we choose food lifestyle and being right because you have to eat every day lifestyle choices are such a big factor when it comes to consuming or producing waste and starting to to love yourself is so important when it comes to peace social justice because if you love yourself you will treat others in a similar way that's the reason why why for me these three topics even though quite broad totally make sense but flovo for me also reminded me that change starts with yourself And you kind of have to adjust your habits first before you want to change bigger world habits. So Flowful gave me a lot of challenges and hardships. As I already mentioned, like approaching someone for an interview or yeah, just talking to people, you know, at university was the worst thing for me. Like all these people had like cool projects and they were talking about it and gave me always a strange feeling not to have a project and now I have this project but talking about it feels still super weird for me because I'm thinking yeah no it's it's a blog it's nothing big don't look at the website because <laughs> it, it still feels odd to me I don't know so I really grow with that to be confident enough to talk about what what I do and what my values are. I mean, the podcast idea, for example, was my idea, which is kind of weird because I suffer from social anxiety and I chose a format where I really have to talk to people and I have to listen to my own voice. I have to talk into the, this microphone and deal with the fact that people might listen to that. <laughs> Flowful definitely challenges me a lot, even after one and a half years. But I also grew a lot and got much more confident in what I do. Flowful comes with a lot of fun, but there are a lot of challenges as well, right? It is really about <laughs> expectation management, saying it's the two of us. We are putting a lot of time into it, but we actually want to balance it in a way that we still have a lot of fun with it. Because without fun, we would like kind of let our vision go that change is possible with fun. It's really about um, managing the expectation and the time, saying, okay, it might be okay just to have one blog post a month, even though I feel like I would love to write more. <laughs> But if I put more time into the blog post, I would explore less on the land and I I want to want to be on the land. It's always this balancing and that makes it sometimes very, very challenging for me um, to be happy with the results. Yeah, and this also brings challenges for us as a couple. Like There are two different ways of working, two different perceptions of 
quality uh, to different kind of expectations. Yeah, I mean, I just published um, my first blog post in 12 months of Lofo being online, while Lars is uh, producing blog posts like crazy. And I have the feeling sometimes that I'm just proofreading and I just don't have the time to be creative. You know, I I just need my space in order to, to write something. I cannot do it in between. I feel like a first step um, of gaining more time was that we decided that uh, Flow for Meets will just um, appear every one and a half to two months. So before we were really pushing ourselves to produce one podcast a month and it's like quite a bit of work going in so the interview is a is a really nice part you're meeting people it's exciting but then it's like doing the transcription seeing which parts are really really great to be used and then bringing it into a structure just takes quite a while so we were basically finishing one episode giving ourselves a week or two break and then we were already like in a hurry to finish the next episode and that was good that we said uh, let's reduce this pressure on us so we can be more creative and then in the beginning we actually thought our blog posts would be more like guidance and storytelling yeah and then after 12 months we we said okay let's let's look look on our website again let's see whether we were able to achieve what we had planned and we figured out yes but in a different way and that helped us to to say okay yeah the structure should be a little different and that's what it is now yeah flowful is still evolving i mean it's a side project even though we put a lot of time and energy into it yeah when i think about if flowful has any impact it first of all makes me realize how strange this question is and i <laughs> totally understand now why people really struggle to answer that question so yeah but i guess we could say that like our family and friends like some people change their diet or they, they reduce their waste well, what we are doing is we are showing people that they are not alone and even to the projects we are talking they they are going from 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 the operational level to looking from above on their project that's what 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 our questions are doing and that helps people in many cases to reconnect to their values but yeah in the end we actually have no clue who reads our blog posts or who listens to the podcast if there are people listening or reading if it really has an impact on them so if someone listening to this podcast right now do we have an impact on your life <laughs> i mean it would be cool to really know and we would be super happy if you would message us or get any feedback from you or just a sign that you are there <laughs> yeah because it would be cool to increase our impact I feel like at the moment we are quite narrowed on 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 the on the topics we we can focus on because like at the moment we are living in, in a rural area in a community. It would be great to have like different perspectives on on our main topics. For example, food in an urban environment or in other countries. It'd be great to have like um these diversity of of perspectives. Yeah, even though Flowful is like the journey of Carla and Lars, I would like to kind of set the intention that we stay open-minded um, 
link our experience to new frameworks and just go ahead like keep going out of our comfort zone um diving deeper into that sort of lifestyle that we might already living but i mean like like really really commit to a life that gives back and can heal mother earth but at the same time i still want to be down to earth and connected with what's going on out there because i mean we are sitting here in our little hippie bubble at gaia ashram and we have like-minded people coming um we work in the garden we're close to nature so yeah just be connected with everything around us <laughs> maybe it would be also got to go more out of the comfort zone as you said like being offline being like um in cities that are around and just talking to people doing workshops to to ensure that um we're actually talking about topics issues that are relevant for the majority of people and not only for people living in, in such an environment than we are Yeah, it's about telling stories, I guess. And I mean, we want Flowful to be a platform. So we would definitely love to get in touch with all of you and see if we can tell a story together or um, if you want to share your story, tell a story and really make Flowful become a co-creative platform that's not only me and Lars. Yeah, message us. <laughs> Okay, well, let's come to our theory of change. It feels a little bit funny to think about Flowful's theory of change as we usually use the interview to come up with a theory of change for projects. So um, now we have to think about our theory of change. But yeah, I guess with the news and media being full of negative world-ending stories, like what I said earlier, that people tend to underestimate their power to be part of the great turning and they end up being um, anxious or not motivated to really do. I mean, everyone knows that feeling of what can I do as a single person. But Flofu wants to empower as many people as possible to start their journey beyond sustainability and contribute to that grassroots movement powered change. So with sharing our experiences and thoughts, we want to reach out to everyone and showing that caring for Mother Earth is not just the dirty hippie thing. It's a journey with yourself. It's a journey with nature. It's just, it's fun. <laughs> it's a lifelong journey. It's a lifelong journey. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. That's our theory of change. I would guess if you can come up with a better one, <laughs> please uh, message us. If you like what we do, <laughs> there's a way of being connected to us uh, via Facebook. And of course, we are on Instagram. We're still on Twitter, even though we're thinking about letting it go. <laughs> you can email us. You can visit us in Gaia Ashram. You can find all links as usual in the show notes below and also on our website flowful.org. So we'd be happy if you share this episode or um, our website or whatever we do. If you spread the word, that would be amazing. And the music, as usual, maybe live can say it because I'm saying it all the time. Music is by beautiful soul Andre Healy. Thanks for listening. Be global. <laughs>
But now we sit in the sand, holding hands, watch the sunset over the land And I'm glad that the bright blue water and the brown on the ground And the frown on your face is upside down Sunny palm leaves on the coconut trees Sway above our heads with the breeze through the leaves And all of these colors bleed as one